Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're gonna to be talking about six anti-inflammatory supplements that you can take to augment existing therapies that you're already doing to help potentially reduce inflammation in your body. Okay, so these should be used on top of the other things that I always talk about, including eating healthy foods, um, you know, obviously not eating inflammatory foods, reducing your stress, sleeping better, exercising regularly, and so on. But these supplements can be taken in addition to these things to help further reduce inflammation and further help you feel better. All right, so why would you want to reduce inflammation if you have it? Well, I'm gonna talk about why inflammation, I'm gonna talk about what it is and why it's bad for in just a second. But for now, I wanna talk about the potential benefits that you can experience if you were to reduce inflammation inside your body. So we know that reducing inflammation can help you with weight loss. It can help you reduce pain, especially if you have arthritis. It can help improve your hormones, including diabetes, thyroid dysfunction, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, um, insulin resistance, leptin resistance, and so on. It can help you sleep better. It can help balance your immune system, which is especially important if you have any autoimmune diseases or suspect that you do, by the way. It can help you age more gracefully. It can help give you more energy. It can help improve your cholesterol and improve cardiovascular function or reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease and so much more, okay? So impacting inflammation is very important. If you have any of these, any of those benefits, if you want any of those benefits I just listed, then pay attention to these supplements because they're going to potentially be beneficial for you. Okay, so what is inflammation? Before we talk about those, I just want to briefly explain it, inflammation because it'll make a lot of sense as I do. Now, is inflammation a bad thing? No, not necessarily. In fact, inflammation is mediated by the immune system and its whole purpose is to help reduce or fix something that your body notices is wrong. Okay, that, that's all that it is. Now, inflammation in the short term is okay. In fact, it's necessary to heal wounds. It's necessary, necessary to clean up uh, infections and things like that. So inflammation can be a good thing. Now, when does it become a problem? It becomes a problem when it stays in your body too long and becomes chronic. It also becomes a problem when things that are triggering, triggering inflammation are not taken care of. So we know that there are many different types of triggers. And if you have these, these constant uh, buttons being pressed in your body, which is telling your body to you know, uh, impact or, or influence the inflammation cascade, it's going to cause problems over the long term. So common triggers include things like autoimmune disease, gut issues, uh, lingering infections, and even constant exposure to allergens um, or irritants or even food allergies and things like that, okay? So these are the things that trigger inflammation. Now, these supplements that we're gonna talk about right now can potentially help um, and in various ways impact the inflammatory cascade and impact how much inflammation is occurring in your body. So I have six here that I wanna talk about. Number one is alpha lipoic acid. Now, alpha lipoic acid is really a compound. It's a powerful antioxidant compound, and it's commonly found in plants. The plants that you would find it in include broccoli, spinach, red meat, Brussels sprouts, peas, and carrots. Okay, so it has a lot of potential benefits in different types of areas of inflammation. By the way, as I talk about these, I'm gonna tell you these supplements, even though they all target inflammation, they can all target certain diseases a little bit better than others. Now, they all have broad inflammatory effects, you know, overall in the whole body, but for certain conditions, it might be better to use certain types of these supplements. And I'll explain when you should be using these supplements as we go along. So in the case of alpha lipoic acid, it has a lot of potential benefits in the case of diabetes and diabetes complications such as peripheral neuropathy. So if you have diabetes, insulin resistance, and or weight gain, then alpha lipoic acid is a good supplement to consider taking. In terms of the dose, you'd wanna use between 1600, or I'm sorry, 600 and 1800 milligrams each and every day. And I would recommend, if you can, to get a sustained release dose because alpha lipoic acid does a lot better when it has sustained levels inside of your blood. So that's number one, alpha lipoic acid. Number two is, two is MSM, which stands for methyl sulfonyl methane. And this is a substance found in green vegetables. And, and you, by the way, you'll, you'll hear a lot that these these substances are naturally found or naturally occurring in a lot of uh, vegetables and fruits and things like that. And this is true of MSM. So MSM is found in green vegetables and it probably works by impacting how well nutrients flow in and out of your cells. 
So your cells have this protective layer surrounding them to prevent bad things from getting in and also to make sure that they can regulate what goes out. Now MSM seems to have some impact on the cellular membrane such that it helps the, the, the bad things get out of the cell and the good things come into the cell. So a lot of people will use this in um, supplements which help with detoxification. So it's helpful for getting the things that you don't want in your body out of your body and eliminating them through the stool or through the urine, okay? So that makes it great for joint pain, it makes it really good for arthritis, osteoarthritis, and also, as I mentioned before, helps with detoxification. So if you're trying to get bad things out of your body, this would be something, and those, by the way, those bad things can cause inflammation, this would be something that you wanna consider. In terms of dose for MSM, you wanna use between 1,000 and 1,500 milligrams each and every day, and you can take those in 500 milligram doses, usually three times throughout the day. Number three on the list would be quercetin. So quercetin is a flavonoid, flavonoid and it's found again in plants in, such as leafy greens, tomatoes, berries, and broccoli. Quercetin is really good for inflammation, and also it's really good for allergies. So if you have allergies causing inflammation, quercetin and bromelain, which we'll be talking about in just a minute, are, something, are two that you should really consider using. It's also really good for heart health, and it's also really good for reducing pain. Now, the dose of quercetin that you'd want to take is somewhere between 500 and 1,000 milligrams per day. And as I mentioned, combine it with bromelain, especially if you have allergies or asthma, which we'll talk a little bit about in just a second. Number four would be fish oil. Now, fish oil is really good for broad types of inflammation, especially inflammation that you are concerned might cause heart problems. So if you have high cholesterol, if you're trying to lose weight, and if you want immune support, fish oil is definitely the supplement you would want to consider. It works because it has a high amount of what are called omega-3 fatty acids. And by taking omega-3 fatty acids, you can impact the, omega, the, the fatty acid ratio of omega-6 fatty acids to omega-3 fatty acids. And if you have a high amount of omega-6 fatty acids relative to omega-3 fatty acids, that is a pro-inflammatory signal. So it tells your body, we want more inflammation, right? Obviously you don't want that. So what you do is you increase the amount of omega-3s that you're taking such that the difference between the two decreases. So if you can have more omega-3s relative to omega-6, it's like pushing the gas pedal down on that inflammatory cascade. Now, I really like to use fish oil um, for autoimmune conditions. I really like to use it for weight loss support. And I also like to use it if somebody has cardiovascular problems, if they're worried about cholesterol or di uh, diabetes impacting their heart and things like that. So fish oils, but again, it's really good probably for just broad inflammatory support. I've used it for even depression and, and joint pain and things like that. So again, they have wide, uh, they have a variety of uses, but I find it particularly helpful for those cases that I mentioned previously. Number five is bromelain. And this is really kind of like the sister or brother to quercetin. So bromelain isn't actually a compound so much, as it, so much as it is a group of enzymes. And it's commonly found, by the way, in pineapple. So pineapple tends to have a grouping of these enzymes. And these enzymes have a lot of benefits when they get inside of your body. They can help you digest food, which is why they're really good for digestive problems. It's really good for allergies, including asthma. So if you have um, allergic rhinitis, or if you, have, if you get a lot of sinus infections, um, or runny nose and things like that, bromelain and quercetin are really good for that. It can also be used for arthritis and as I mentioned, asthma previously. Now when using it, combine it with uh, uh, quercetin if possible and use a dose of about 500 milligrams two to three times per day. So usually most supplements put these things together and they also put vitamin C in there as well because those three just work fabulous together. So try to use those together if you have those specific issues. And then lastly, we have curcumin. Well, actually it's turmeric, but the active ingredient inside turmeric is curcumin. So the curcuminoid um, part of turmeric is what really gives it that anti-inflammatory impact. Now, this is what I would call a really good, broad inflammatory support nutrient. So if you have inflammation, you're not really sure where it's coming from, quercetin or, I'm sorry, not quercetin, but curcumin or turmeric would be the thing that you want to look at. So it's really good for broad inflammatory support. It's really good for autoimmune diseases in general, especially if you don't know where they're coming from, or if you just kind of feel achy and you just don't feel yourself. It's really good for joint pain. And it's really, and also it's really good for metabolic problems. 
This includes, by the way, diabetes and insulin resistance and people who have weight loss resistance as well, or people who can't lose weight no matter what they do. So one of the problems or one of the drawbacks with curcumin is the fact that it's hard to potentially absorb by the body, which is why most supplements will put it with black pepper or bioparin. So if you want to use curcumin or turmeric, doesn't really matter how you take it, make sure that you're taking it with black pepper to increase how much of that turmeric is getting inside of your body. I should also point out that uh, curcumin is probably one of the most well-studied of all of the uh, nutrients that we're talking about today. It has something like over 12,000 uh, studies or medical studies which show that it has potential benefit. You know, some show more benefit than others, but it has a significant number of studies which can show that it has potential benefit. Now, if you want to, uh, I don't think I talked about the dose, but if you're going to use uh, turmeric or curcumin, you want to use about 500 milligrams per day. I'm also going to mention uh, some honorable mentions here. There are tons of other ones that we could go over, but these are another four that I like as well. So that includes ginger, watercress, green tea, and glycose aminoglycans, or GAGs for short. Now, these all work in different ways. You probably have heard of these, but what I would recommend is if you have inflammation, that you combine at least two or three of all of these that I've listed. So if you include the four honorable mentions, we have about 10 options here for you to add together. Now try if you can to figure out what type of problem you have. What, so let's say for instance, you're struggling with joint pain. There are certain anti-inflammatory supplements which are better for joint pain than they would be if you had, let's say, a runny nose and sinus infections and allergic rhinitis and or asthma, okay? So you can kind of titrate and figure out which supplements would be best for your conditions and for what inflammatory problem you have. So go through these, use at least two to three for best results, and that's usually how I see people actually feel better when they use them. And also, in many cases, it's good to use more than it is less. So if you're using just the standard amount that most people recommend, it may not work. So you might have to double or even triple the dose depending on what is uh, the recommended dose on the back of your supplement. So do look, pay attention to the, recommenda the, the recommended doses that I, that I mentioned as we went through this video so that you make sure you're using enough. So if you, ha if you have any questions about anti-inflammatory supplements, please leave your questions below. I'll do my best to answer those. Um, and if if you haven't already, make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe um, if you like this sort of information. So that's all I have for you guys. And otherwise, I will see you in the next one.